Warning! This podcast contains mature language and topics that may not be suitable for audiences of under the age of 18 years old. But to sit at the rail, you'll need to be 21. These are the tales, theories, and thoughts of the bartenders refilling the glasses of the masses. Take a seat and we'll get your usual. Welcome to the bar rail. Let me ask you guys a question. Before I came in here, and again, this goes back to what we talked about last week as far as like complimenting a friend or things like that. I just want to make sure we're all above board here so it's not awkward or weird. Yeah. When I usually get out of the car and come in here, Rez usually greets me to offer some help with the coffees or just to say hello in a polite, friendly way. Well, today I told her she looked aggressively attractive. Is that a bad term to use? Or is that, an, like, is that a term that Well, it's would... a term like for you and... For you to specifically use the term aggressively, like red for you, like I don't think that's like a insulting thing by any means. Like within the dynamic of your relationship, am I going? Am I going? If you said that to someone on the street, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but you saying it to her, no. No, For me, I'm like yes, thank you. I'm seen. Okay, cool. I've been clear on that because uh, yeah, I've been working on trying to not use words that make people uncomfortable or be too flirtatious if you will although i think i'm i've made it pretty clear you I love it yeah i love, love it. it i don't have a line you love it yeah i like that about you that you just love compliments like that's a pretty dope thing because it makes sometimes i love compliments but they do make me uncomfortable sometimes mm. another thing i want to talk to you guys about so uh i am not bashful about my ego i think the ego is a beautiful thing in a human yes. i think um some people, have, some therapists have it wrong that the ego needs Your to Your it is just shaking its head, man. It, just, I know, <laughs> it's, it's all wrong. My it is all wrong right now. Jules, you are fantastic. I am. So sometimes, I, so I hate being humble. <laughs> I don't like it, uh, mainly because I don't really have anything to be humble over. Okay. <laughs> to be humble over, it's like, I'm here and I'm awesome. So are you, and you should be awesome too and feel that way. You grow um, a great beard. Thank, no, I really don't, but thank you. Yeah, you do. No, nah, I've been growing it for like six years. That's not that far. Oh, I work with a few people that's very patchy. Sometimes I, it takes a while. When you're early on in a beard, and Eric, you'll speak to this, it's very patchy. Yeah. When you grow your first beard, it's very patchy. Mm-hmm. And then once you're full manged on, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But I want to say this. Except I, for patchy fucks, because patchy fucks, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say and you're this. out there and you know who you are. <laughs> Every single one Please of you. Please shave it. <laughs> just shave it let it go yeah. uh, or hide away to COVID and let the COVID give you the beard like go away um, yes. I want to say this I'm very humbled by this I'm only going to mention this one time I really am a little shy about mentioning it so this will be uncomfortable for me to say this um, I've always been someone who sleeps very comfortably under the blanket of protection and freedom that the United States military has provided me I find it very warm and very comforting because I know you fuck with America, they're going to fuck you up. I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to do something for the veterans. My grandfather's a veteran. I've always wanted to, you know, do something to help them. But I hate asking people for stuff, you know, and I don't know how to really, you know, get into that world. And my life gets kind of busy, so I can't find a way. Well, the other day I was on the book. Some call it the Facebook. I call it the book. And there is this uh, group called Mission 22. And what they do is they offer support for veterans of PTSD and uh, offer help, you know, housing and things of this nature. So they, it was a fundraiser. And I've seen a ton of these fundraisers on, you know, the book. And I just ignore them because I'm an asshole, clearly. I think it's just 
a way for the book to find way, more ways to make money. Like, hey, put your fundraiser on the book and we'll sell that to people and make people give us more money somehow. So I said, this is for the military, for vets. I was like, you know what? I'll throw it down. So they said, you know, Marine, you can donate up to 200 bucks, but you'll do 22 push-ups a day for the whole month of November. So I was like, I could do 22 push-ups a day. We'll get to that in a minute. So I could do 22 push-ups a day, and 200 bucks to donate is, is a, a small, small number of money. If no one of my friends donate, I can find that and donate it to it, um, and I'd feel better because everything that humans do is selfish. And so I'd feel better, and I'd feel like I'd done something, a small something. So I threw it up there because it makes you put the fundraiser on your page if you want to sign up for this group or whatever. Man, I went to work. I came home, and I was, by the end of work, I was at $285. Oh, yeah. I was so shocked. I was literally shocked and genuinely humbled by that because I didn't think any of my friends would donate. I have 985 friends on Facebook. I thought if they each gave a dollar, that would be shocking. If they each gave 50 cents, that would be shocking. I would just mm -hmm. be shocked by that. $285 was amazing. So then I said, well... I want to raise it, so I raise it to 300 because I would just cover the other 15. I'm not being cheap, it's just what it was because I had already met my goal. That went to 385. I know, it's wow. crazy. It's crazy. Did I don't you even raise know. It to 400? I did. I raised it to 400. And? It's at 400 right now. They just won't let me just, they will not let me just be done. And I'm, I Does this mean you got to double your push-ups then? Or like... No, it's just 22. It stays at 22. Let's calm down. <laughs> Have you done your 22 push-ups So today? the first day, so leading up to that, <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to everybody that donated. That's just awesome. I think that. Uh, That's amazing. Always help a vet. Like, it, they need help. They go through a lot. Um, yeah. Not all vets are equal. Some vets are bad people. But to the good ones, uh, I will always be here to help you. You should get help. Now to the 22 push-ups. Yeah. Um, so I was in my mind thinking, if I can visually see me doing 22 push-ups, I can do 22 push-ups. So leading up to it, mentally I was prepping myself. I count the 22 in my mind, I do the push-ups, and I was like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, here we go. As a young man, I used to work out quite a bit. 22 push-ups would be less than 30 seconds for me. Knocking out. Okay, that's a little aggressive. That's how I used to, so you work yeah, out like that. Yeah. I used to work out like that, right? You just knock out, bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I, I know. I, I had those like, days. Wow. Right? You have days you knock, you wake up, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to get it. So you get it, you get it done. Knock it out. Man, did let me nine? tell you something. I did three push ups and thought I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Your boy did three push ups. So <laughs> I ended up doing, what is it, seven sets of three and then did one at the end to get my 22. Damn. The first day. Not a kid. Okay. You're gonna build some This is day two. Are you sore? Yeah, day two. I was sore as hell. I woke up. I was like, "What is this feeling? I didn't even know what to do. My chest was burning, but I have to do it every day." Mm -hmm. Have you done it today? I did it today, but I did Proof five sets of five this time, but it took ten minutes. That's why I was late today. <laughs> 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 But I knocked out the last two like I was like, oh, I got it. And it still was like, Aah! Death, dude. Oh, it's brutal, bro. Man, I was hoping to get you to do them right now. No, 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 no. 
I know. God, no. I might cool. do next them. week. You get to do them on the podcast. Yes. No, no, no. I'll, I'll do them. I'll do them the last week in November. So I'll probably be informed by then. <laughs> ah, that's boring. There's a good chance. There's a good chance I won't be involved. I mean, mean, these things happen. (laughs) Good on you for doing it, but boo. (laughs) I would have done them with you right now. No, I can barely do five. Like my chest still hurts from yesterday, and it's gonna hurt tomorrow from today. Yeah, man, that builds character. I don't want that kind of character. (laughs) My name is Jules. I have enough character. (laughs) I'm great. Yeah, your name could be Push Up Jules. No. Jules, the Push Up Master. No, I do not want to be the Push Up Master by any stretch. The Push Up. Why not? Because you should see the people who do this. This one person was in the hospital doing 22 push ups. I don't even know what he's in the hospital for. I didn't care to read, but I was just shocked he was in the hospital. And here you are. Two days removed from double peck surgery. Yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> he's like, I got a hand me in a new chest. I'll fucking knock this shit out. He fucking crushed it. I was like, hats off to you. Hats off to you. People were posting their 22 push-ups. I'm not posting shit. Because I would. it would be a 25-minute video to see 22 push-ups. It's horrible. I didn't know my chest weighed that much. I was like, how do I weigh this much? You won't in 30 days. In 30 days. It's only like 680 some odd push-ups, by the way. It's not even a lot of push-ups. 20. Should we join him? I can do 22 push-ups. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. I mean, I already did push-ups today, but. Not today. No, 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 not today. Okay. I'll tag you in my post, though. Oh. I'll tag you in the post. The Barrel Podcast will be doing the 22 push-ups a day, too. Oh, my goodness. That'll be dope. Let's do it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, mission 22. Showing out some love. I just wanted to go in there and talk about that a little bit. It's going to be an emotional change for me. I might have a big chest by the end of this. Yeah. I don't know. Get swole. I hope. Chesticle Jules. 685 push-ups gets me swole. I love it. Jules Chesticles. Oh, my God. Here we go. We're just a a letter away from testicles, and then we're in the family Jules. Yeah, see what this goes. Now we'll need to get you a button-up shirt just like his, and you can... You can pop Flex out, it. Pop Listen, out the chest. Flex it. You don't get a chest <laughs> like Eric on This is more like a four to five thousand push-up chest. Well, I mean, maybe Am I right? I haven't worked out in like all of quarantine. How <laughs> <laughs> jacked were you before quarantine? I was pretty fake before quarantine, dude. <laughs> I feel like it's gotten to the point with quarantine where, I mean, I haven't been working out. I've been a lazy asshole. Um, admittedly, mm-hmm. that I'm starting to feel that in my day-to-day life where I just kind of like have that feeling, you know? Like, like when you go to pick up a keg, you're like, this used to be lighter. Yeah, and like that lethargy, like mm-hmm. that laziness of just every day-to-day life of like when I used to work out, I used to have so much energy. I used to be like popping around, but it's like that seems like so much energy to exude right now Yeah, with all of these outside forces. It's like... People who can work out right now, I'm like, because I used to work out every day. I used to be a gym rat. Like, yeah. two straight years, I was gym every day, six days a week, Sundays off. Wow. You know? Wow. And, See? And, that's over 10,000 yeah. push-ups right And there. so, <laughs> like, the past eight months, like, I've gone on a few runs, done a few things here and there, but by no means been consistent about it. And it's just that feeling of, like, wow. Like, I wish I would have kept it up, for one. Wish I would have. Mostly because it's just an energy thing. I don't feel, like, vibrant. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know, like how you feel on your best days when you feel good, you like healthy, like you understand your body. Like I don't feel that right now, yeah. you know, so I don't feel completely myself. Like mentally, I feel like Eric, 
but it feels like physically I just feel like that laziness like overcome me. I don't know if it's like you feel like you're turning into fat Eric, like fat Oprah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I don't know what I look like, pudgy. You're I've never fat, been that far. You're not uh, fat by any stretch, by the way. Like, oh no, I'm not saying that. You're still Thor. I'm not saying that. From, you're still Thor from Ragnarok. Oh fuck yeah. You're not Thor from the Avengers movie. The Avengers movie. Like, the the Dude, final I, fat Thor. You're not final fat right. Thor. So is that pretty boy Eric? He's not quite pretty fat Eric. No, you know, I, <laughs> but you know what? Quite pretty fat. <laughs> <laughs> The QFP. Yeah. Wait, no, the QPF. <laughs> I could work towards it, man. No, like, don't, I've been eating don't, candy. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. No, but it's not even necessarily about, like, body stuff. It's just, like, how I feel. Mm. You know, and I feel like that doesn't help, like, how I'm feeling mentally about all the anxieties that are brought upon this time of year. You know what I'm talking about, Americans. And then everything that 2020's brought, it's just, like, now I feel it manifest physically, yeah. you know, and the fact that I haven't been taking care of like my vessel, the one thing that I'm with always, well, like you no never escape yet. this thing. Never, right? So why not take care of it? Don't and I've been neglecting it. Off? Yeah. You know, like just pop nice out of this guy. Pop into a black body for a day. Like I really want to know what it's <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we should do a, like a, what is that? Uh, Freaky Friday? Freaky Friday. With you and me. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to be you for a day. That'd be fun. They'd be like, who's Eric? Who's this new guy in Eric's body? I'm talking shit. I'm walking around. I was like, what's up, Blacks? Oh, shit. <laughs> talking about how short you can Yeah. I'm like, look at that. I can't reach that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm walking. I look good, here. and I'd pop my chest all day long. I'd have. I'd Sorry, have, ladies. I'd have milks looking at my chest all day long, and I'd. I'd make my nipples hard too if I was you. <laughs> just a couple ice cubes in the back. Yeah, just like, hey, ladies, you need to see some. What you want, a Manhattan with these rock hard? Watch nipples? me stir it around a little you bit for you. <laughs> you want a sample of that lemon drop off my nipple? Area? That's a belly button shot, dude. That's a belly button for shot. <laughs> Got to lay down for that. Got to lay down. For is that. there a male way. equivalent to Hooters? Like, is yeah, there... I think it's called. Um, it's called uh, the Thunder from Down Under. Oh no, that's male review. Yeah, that's what Hooters is for men. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, Hooters is yeah. a restaurant with you don't get food kind at, of boobs. You don't get food at Thunder from Down Under. I don't think so. I think it's just a strip get, show, like Magic Mike. I think you get food there. No food. No food? food. Yeah, Thunder from Down Under is equivalent still, and I'm gonna tell you why. No. Because almost boobs is basically boobs. And Thunder from Down Under, do you see their penis or do you just see something that looks like could be their penis? Looks like it could be. Same deal for us, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're not we're not technically throwing money in their thongs, but we're throwing money on that tray. We just get to eat chicken wings and drink beer while we do it. But that's what makes us happy. Like a man going to a strip club is a certain kind of guy. But generally men just kind of want to go to Hooters, which don't exist anymore, by the way. Hooters don't exist? I think there's like three left. Yeah. There's like three left, but you can't. I mean, dudes can't walk into Hooters now. You gotta walk in there. I thought there was a Hooters in Seattle. Walking into Hooters for a man nowadays is like a woman walking into an abortion clinic in the South. That's a very bold statement. Uh, what? <laughs> you get shamed. You get shamed. I don't think people. I don't think guys shame other guys for going into a fucking Hooters. No, no, no. People watching the guys going into the Hooters shame the guys. Yeah, well, that's their fucking problem. I mean, it's just like women going into abortion clinics shouldn't be shamed at all. That no. should be a safe place. 
but they get shamed by the people watching the abortion clinics. Okay. Are people watching Hooters like that though? Nowadays, you gotta assume they are. People because there's like three Hooters. There used to be like four thousand Hooters. Now there's like three of them. What's that? That one? didn't just happen because guys were like tired of looking at white shirts with boobs in them and orange shorts. What's that one other one like with the kilts? Twin Peaks. Ooh, Twin Peaks. Huh? Twin Peaks is like a uh, is like a uh, restaurant where they wear like lumberjack look, but they have their mm-hmm. their situation showing like. East the Coast. They're doing a very weird chest. <laughs> they have the twisted kilt. Like, oh, the, the twisted kilt. Yeah. Twisted kilt is the one I'm talking about. What's a twisted kilt? Twisted kilt. Kilt. Yeah. yeah. Twisted kilt. I, hooters, but they're dressed like in little kilts and so like. It's not Twin Peaks. No, not no, Twin Peaks. No, there's a Twin Peaks, oh. they, but they do, they do kind of, but they do like instead of like a kilt, they do like short jean shorts. Okay. And they do like flannel tops with like their chest. That makes me mad because <laughs> I love the TV show Twin Peaks. Does that, that, why does that affect? Because that has nothing to do with Twin Peaks. Uh, I don't why couldn't have they named it Dual Peaks? Uh, first like, of all, we all know just, like, it's all the same thing. I mean, yeah. Not all boobs are twins. There's also I, one place in um, Port Orchard that recently closed, but it's called um, Banana Hammock Espresso, and it's the like male equivalent for like coffee shops. Like bikini baristas bikini and stuff. Baristas, but it's males. Would you go to that place? Would you go to a place where a man's dong is hanging out? In Port Orchard? I mean, let's say it was down the street. Honestly, you get coffee quite often. Would you go to that? No, because it's usually disappointing. What? The penis? Well, no, anytime you go to those shops where it's supposed to be like showcasing something, it's never quite what you want it to be. What do you want it to be? What are you like? What's your expectation? It's a penis. Well, I'm expecting Chris Evans in there, and instead Never you get Chris like Evans. you get me. Yeah, that's a bad deal for you. <laughs> <laughs> you no, get there, it'll be you like get some, me, and you're like, what the fuck? It'll be like some anorexical twink in there, and I'm like, that's not doing it for me. What does it for you? Chris Evans. Okay. Luke Wilson. Okay. You know what I mean? What up, Luke? What you're up, gonna, Luke? Luke, you're going to hear this podcast. We expect some love at some point. Luke. <laughs> we like Techno Thursdays, okay? Techno Thursdays. Yeah. Um, Have so you ever you accidentally said, rolled up on a bikini barista before? Oh, for sure. Like I've when I used to work for yeah, Snowbush County PUD. No, when I used to work for Snowbush County PUD, I would grab coffee like midway through my day. Mm-hmm. Always would. So I was in a new area doing a different person's route because they were out sick. Pulled up because it looked like this very nice little espresso stand. It wasn't like when you see like going through Monroe and you see like hillbilly hotties or something like that. It looked wow. like there's a hillbilly hottie. Yeah, like oh, I've wow. read that meter before. It's weird, wow. but uh, I rolled up. It's like oh, this is a very like this. This is cute. Like why not drive through coffee? I roll up and it's just like, wow, hello, and it's just like right in your face. And you're just like, okay, well I'm not gonna like just peel off and leave because now I feel bad. Because <laughs> I feel you like bad? I felt like a dick if I just was like wrong place, you know. So I just kept like sitting there. I'm like, I maybe people think I'm just here re- reading the meter, and then it's like eight bucks for an americano. Damn. It's not was fair value. No, it was not. I'm just trying to figure out why you would leave at all. Like that wouldn't even be I a felt, thought that would go through my head. I just was like, this is what like you know when you're just expecting to get coffee, and yeah, then all of a sudden it's titties. and then it's boobs and coffee, and you're like, <laughs> wow. for some reason you get that Damn. feeling of like <laughs> that's is, the worst. No, I mean it's not. <laughs> It's just like, it's not what I was expecting. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just like, I was like... No titties, no coffee. It was just like, one of the reasons, too much money. 
too much money. Okay, well, so the money bothered you more, <laughs> but you saw titties in the morning. Like No, it was mid-afternoon. Either way, you saw titties in mid-afternoon. Afternoon of life. I know you can get titties for free on the internet, but I mean. Yeah. With your coffee. For me, it was just more of the unexpectedness of rolling up and being like, oh, shit. Like, you didn't know how to act. Yeah. I was like, I've never been to one of these before. I was just like, what? a good mother who yeah. said respect women. And then you roll up and you're getting an Americana that's $8. Yeah. And the in the face Without a tip. And they're expecting like, some fat tip. I'm yeah, like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like, I didn't teach you to look at titties and drink coffee. I get it. Not in the afternoon. Not late night with a couple bottles of book. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. 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 Maybe if your girlfriend... Rolls in the bed and her titties are out with a coffee. Okay. okay. Still Put those away. It is afternoon. It is afternoon. Uh, we know this is holy hour. Aren't you cold right now? Aren't you cold? You look cold. No, it was just like for me, the unexpected nature of actually yeah. just being there was just like, Ugh. Yeah. I was like, you're not expecting that. I was yeah. expecting just like, hey, how you doing? I see you're in your flannel. Like every other barista I know. My buddy did that to me. Yeah, like, why not? You look good. Okay. Yeah. No, my buddy did that to me. He told me, he's like, we do some coffee. We went and got some coffee, and there was titties right there. And I was like, "Whoa, you gotta let me know, so that I know how to act in this situation." Yeah, because yeah. it's not normal. I don't just walk around saying titties every day. You know, <laughs> it's, it's true. not something that's just out there. You gotta well, be ready. Well, it's kind of weird, like two dudes in a car rolling up mid afternoon, titties. Well, it's one of those things and where it's like, it's like if weird you for who though? Who's it look weird for? Me? me? Yeah. I think I feel like she expected nothing but dudes to roll up and look at her titties. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. I kind of look at it in this way. When you earn your gold bars, you're like, fuck yes. Yeah. Got my gold bars. When someone comes up to you and thrusts gold bars upon you, you look at them and you're like, where'd you get this? What's the fuck's up with this? Oh, that's fair. You know what you I know mean? What? You, know you know what, what I mean? That like, was a good, good, good analogy. Like, right there. I, really I want to earn my gold bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah If someone yeah. just comes up and just goes, bam, it's like, whoa. Or at least I want some context as to why the gold bars are in front of me. Yes. That's fair. Yes. That's fair. So... What I'm hearing is I should stop flashing people. You can do you. If that brings you joy. If that brings you joy. It sounds like that's what God's supposed to do. No, never stop flashing people. No, because that's like... you have ugly boobs. I do not. Okay, then don't stop flashing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round of applause, round of applause. Uh, Never never stop flashing people. Um, That's a bad beat. Okay. Um, Well, I mean, that's what you guys are kind of saying. No, 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 no. no. Don't flash people and give them a cheeseburger at the same time. How about that? What's wrong with that? Titties (laughs) and a burger? We don't know whether to eat. Titties and a burger? We don't know whether to eat or drool. You want want a guy I... Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what I'm into. That is you fair. don't know what yeah, I'm we, into. We just want to. Be, men were very single-minded, focused individuals, and we want to be hungry for one thing at a time. When you throw two things in there, it fucks up our chemistry in our brain, and then we just go back to our default settings of dumb boxes. Yeah, I man. got my box open got over box. here. Don't pour that if box I'm into this for box. A burger, I want a burger. If I'm hungry for some titties. I want some titties. But I don't want burger and titties. I'm not That's R. Kelly. That's the dumbest bullshit thing I've ever heard. No, it's true, though. I'm sorry. It's true. We're very nice. And that's the thing. True. is like, I, I don't you go to sleep. You slept with a dude that was like, I want a burger while we're having sex? No. Okay. But I'm saying like, if I were to come out titties and a burger, it I don't would, think anyone's going to be mad. It's not going to be mad. It's going to be confusing. And that's where our systems break down. It's confusing. <laughs> There's too much inflow. There's too much... Too much data coming into the system at one time. Listeners, let us know about this. Yes. Let us know your Hey, opinion. man. Hey. I'm just saying. I'm calling bullshit. Hey. <laughs> it's not bullshit at all. It's I, wasn't, I wasn't going that far. I was saying from my experience, it was 
surprising. I didn't know how to act in these situations. So you're okay if, if a woman walks in with, and you're hungry. Like, I mean, there's a reason that like Hooters hungry. and stuff is around, right? Like, right, but they don't sit around and watch you gnaw on those chicken wings. They walk away while you're eating. Oh, chicken oh, wings. I see. Like if a girl is staring at you while you eat, yeah. I mean, and no, or she people. has burgers on her hands and titties. You're look, you're like, what do I look at? What do I take in if I'm hungry? I really want that, like the best burger, like an In-N-Out burger. The best that's, burger that's the on the burger. planet. That's the best burger on the planet. Boy. I'm not even going to argue debate this. It's true. It's just facts only. Okay. And then she walks out with, you're hungry, and she has this In-N-Out double-double monster style. Double bacon. With big, double, oh yeah, whatever you want to do. Big ass titties sitting in your face. Not even they got to be big. Just nice ass titties in your face. You really go in. Uh, uh. This is the best day ever. No, you're tell going. Me, tell me I'm wrong. No, you tell that story later. Like when you've actually taken in all the data and you're with your boys and things have calmed down. You're like, I had the best day ever. You know what happened? And you know what they're going to ask you? What'd you do? That's the uh, first question. Uh, what did you do? Uh, did that. Uh, did this. Uh, <laughs> because in the moment, you're just like, uh. uh. Well, who was it? Depends on who it was. Who was just the waitress? She came with tea. Well, did you tip her? I didn't know what to do. I just gave her my wallet and ate the burger. <laughs> Let her figure the rest of it out. The card's in there somewhere. <laughs> Have you ever been to a, to a male strip club? No. That's sad. Have you been to a male strip club? No, I haven't. I've never actually been to any strip club. Have I you have. ever been to a strip club? No. Am I the only person who's been to a strip club? I have multiple strip clubs. Thank you. <laughs> High five to people who actually see the world. Does like burlesque count? Whoa. Is no, it? burlesque does not count. Okay. No, 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 okay. No. Oh, burlesque wow. is like the epitome of teasing from afar. Like it's up to a strip club without being a strip club. Like burlesque shows are very, very, very. There's a lot of different styles too yeah. of strip clubs. Like if you go, if you go out in freaking like where I was originally was closer to Tacoma, so Puyallup. Versus I went to some in Florida. Florida is like high class as well. Whoa, where'd you go in Florida? Um, where was, was Fort I? Lauderdale? Or were you um, I, was, I was probably close to Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Maybe West. No, it was West Palm. I was West Palm. Okay. What, uh, what do you mean by high class? Like it's just, it's like people are dressed up there. Like you're, and you're getting nice drinks. Like, let's see. Um, Puyallup was way more like in your face, like they are clicking their heels, like they are like it's oh. more more <laughs> nudity and everything yeah. else. Whereas this one's like an actual like they're they are very talented, like they're just you don't like, mean clicking your heels. That's a no 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 no. I just mean it's beautiful. It's like beautifully should, done. Like they're no, they dance. don't click their heels like yeah. that. They click their heels, bro. I know. It's they get on this pole. They put their feet up there, and then they go pop pop pop, and they click and they click their their booties together. It's crazy. It's insane what strippers can do. Yeah, it's more like sex on a stage versus like a dancing. Like that. Wait, in, which one's in, sex in on style. the stage? Which one's sex on the stage? Puyallup. Oh, okay. Versus Fort Lauderdale or um, West Palm or whatever, Florida. It was just like, it was very, there were just gorgeous women doing like the most talented like performances. Like it was so just. So are you saying Puyallup had ugly women? Cause that's all I heard. No, right there. It was oh. I heard ratchet. I, I heard like these are the rookies that don't know, haven't done a sit up yet. It just is a different. It's a different style. Just like there's there's certain. <laughs> no, and it's different whether they offer alcohol. Like in Washington, we don't offer hole. alcohol, and yeah. then in Florida, you have alcohol. Mm. Um, and that means like if they offer alcohol or food, they can show different parts of themselves. Like same as like, um, if you go to Portland. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say this before we go too far down this road. Mom, I'm sorry. 
Uh, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I enjoy the strip clubs. So I just want to say this right now. And, yes, Washington strip clubs are very basic because you have no alcohol. And you, they're, just, they're just the rookies. They're sad. Portland, it's like, it's like the semi-pro to pro-level strippers. Like, that's where if you're a stripper and you want to, from my knowledge, I don't know many strippers, but I've met quite a few. Um, from my knowledge, Portland is like where you go make some good money and you hone your skills. Now, there's two cities for my money where it's like the NBA, the NFL, mm. the NHL, the high-level stripper Atlanta. cities. Atlanta and Vegas. Yeah, That's where you go where... The hot, like their worst strip clubs are better than any of the ones in the Northwest or anywhere else, and they're kind of not great. Now, I, because I'm a man of the people and I've been to Vegas several times, have yeah. fortunately, have fortunately or unfortunately had the ability to go, no, the, the time to end up in a male strip club. Ah. Hey. Oh. oh my! So you've been? I've been in the Melrose Club. Yeah. You've been to more than me. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, for sure. Let me say this: it is the most aggressive place I have ever been in my life. <laughs> I sat at the bar and had drinks and just talked with the bartender. I was with uh, several female friends. It was it was a bunch, a big group of us. We were just hopping you were just through there strip for clubs. The no, no, no. I was there for y'all. They pour really good drinks. Oh, okay. uh, here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gay clubs and female strip clubs, best places to get drinks. Oh, and Chinese food restaurants where bartenders go to die. Best places to get your strongest drinks. You're gonna get fucking wasted at those places. Every other restaurant, you're gonna get good drinks, but gay 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 bars, strip clubs, female uh, male strip clubs, because female strip clubs they don't they don't pour that well. And Chinese food restaurants, you get the best poured drinks. Just hashtag facts only. Um, male, when you go into a male strip club, those women are so aggressive when the dudes come out. Like, I thought I'd be funny and try to get up a little close. Hell no. I walked up and I was. they were like pushing me out the way. They were like yelling and screaming. Get in the back. They were touching the dude. They were smacking his dick. All kinds of weird aggressive shit. <laughs> ding a ling a ling a ling. Yeah. <laughs> and this dude, had a, this dude had a fucking banana slug. Like, I was what? just like, who carries that around? How do you wear pants with that thing just draped down there? It's like John Schneider, man. What? Have you not seen that picture of John Schneider with his fuck? Mm, you guys got to look that up. No, thanks. I'm good. No, it's just him standing in the background of a picture of, like, I think it's Doug Baldwin and some stuff after, like, I think 2014. And uh, he's standing in a position where you got to see that guy peeking right on through his little, uh, well, not peeking, but damn, bro. Damn, John. There's a reason he gets so many good trades. He just walks in and goes, plop. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, let's get this nah, going. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to see that. He's Shout out John I would, Schneider. I never thought Big I Big dick energy. I would never mm. thought I would talk about Go Hawks. <laughs> A general manager no, of a professional sports organization, in their dick, but more power to you, man. Dude, dude, gotta look. I'll look it up Strip for you right now. No, no, I, up for you right now. That's weird that you're looking that up. And no, I, it's I, not. I say to all you strippers totally. out there, male and female, you're doing God's work. Um, continue the, you know, the good continue. work. 
Um, Keep doing it. You do you. Maybe if ever there be a day we're in Vegas together, I'll take you to a strip club. Okay. I want to go to Vegas again. No. I like Vegas. Take you to a strip club. I'll take you to a couple good ones. I'll take you to the Wax Museum. I don't know if I like the way that sounds. Why? What's at the Wax Museum? Wax. Okay. But you said it was like... <laughs> you said it with the joy I have over strip clubs. And yeah. now I'm kind of concerned. Is that, your, is that your favorite place to go to now? Is that your thing? Because it's weird. Is it weird? Yeah. Like, what's weird about the Wax Museum? Wax? It's just wax. Like, what's yeah. the big deal about wax? Well, do you know the whole big deal about Madame Tussauds? No. So... She started making those, these wax figurines, um, back in the day. To and it, it I'm was talking back in the day, like the 1900s or 1800s or yeah, 1700s. Yeah, French Revolution time. Oh, oh, oh. That's when she was alive. Wow. And um, it was actually you're showing the photo of John Schneider's little turtle coming out. I just want to say this. I just want to say this. John Schneider has big dick energy. My God. I probably should never say this if I ever want to meet him. It was. That's gigantic. <laughs> wow. Okay, John. That changed everything. But he's staring at Doug Baldwin, so. I mean. No, he's, after, he's there after a whim like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you believe Eric, that? I have so many questions as to why you were looking at that part of the picture. Because it showed up on Seahawks Reddit. And it's just it like, damn, right? John. Okay. There's a reason you pull off these with crazy trades. People just want to know. Good Lord. That's such an imprint. You can actually tell whether he has a. Uh, that's not pleat. That's not a pleated. That's not pleated no, pants no, no, right there. That, that is. is <laughs> that is an indent. Good Jesus Christ. Anyway, you guys were talking about what were we talking about? Like I Madame Dufault or some shit. Like, <laughs> Good God, Madame Tussauds or Tussauds. Tussauds. Madame Tussauds. Tussauds. I've been in France. I didn't even know. Oh, Look anyway. at me. I've been to France. So she was making these wax figurines. <laughs> she was training under. I think. I don't remember his name, but I think he was Swedish. He was the one that kind of started this. Mm -hmm. And it was used as a form of news to bring um, the current events around to other countries. So what they would do is they would make, um, like, the the new king. Like, they would do a wax figure of whoever the new king and queen is, and or maybe an important battle. And so they would bring it around to different countries, and it was like them bringing the news to each country to show what was going on or... What did the oh, you told me about this before. Yeah. And like her fucking museum burned down, didn't it? Like, and like the wax figurines like disappeared or some shit. Yeah, one of the museums did. Like, That's terrible. One of, her, one of her wax figurines is still around called Sleeping Beauty. And they actually put a little thing in it to make it look like she's breathing. Um, Holy. Mm -hmm. Really? That's is impressive. that either she made that one or the person she apprenticed under made that so one? So Sleeping Beauty didn't start with Disney? Well, they just call it Sleeping Beauty. Oh, um, okay. Um, the Legend of Sleeping Beauty do, was around well before Disney. Was it? This is a real Disney, just Disney, adap thing. Disney just adapted a bunch of different oh, okay. old myths, man. But this is a real That's thing true. she did. Um, during the French Revolution, she would find the decapitated heads on the street and make cast masks of those faces and put them on sticks, and people would parade them around the streets, and they were called death masks. Why would she do this? It's part of the revolution, man. Fever lover for you, Sean. Mm -hmm. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, she was get it, man. a rebel. Yeah, they Gotta do a lot it. of protests. I've been in one protest, and it was in France. I don't know what we were protesting, but I felt like protesting in France was a thing to do. So I just got into this protest, yeah. this march, and I walked like a block and a half, which makes me official. 
And then I got out. I expended my it. energy. You got yeah. it. Do you know what it was for? No idea. I don't speak French. So I'm hoping <laughs> it's not for anything negative. Okay. You're, just, you're just the one black guy in the Nazi no, swarm. There, <laughs> there was more. There's there's a ton of black people in, in Paris. Mm -hmm. It shocked the shit out of me. Like, it literally was Dude, shocked. what do you like, think you of the uh, guy, like, the teacher who was decapitated in the street in Paris? You see, you hear about that? crazy. What, what? Yeah. A teacher yeah. Uh, in Paris... I forget what he did. He was doing something about freedom of speech and freedom of like he did a religion of, oh, of Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad. yeah, yeah. He did a cartoon and was like, "Hey, you guys can do these." And one of his students said, "I don't think you should do that." And yeah. he was like, "It's freedom of speech." And when he went outside, like a couple days later, some dude walked up and cut his head off. Yeah. And then someone attacked the church out there, mm -hmm. cut somebody's head off in the church. A lady ran away. They chased her down and cut her head off. Dude, where was it just like, dude, this is like two weeks ago. And now like in, in yeah, and then in, in Nice, I think it was a bunch of uh, either Czech or something, people walking in Nice because they have a big Czech population there, um, like finding Armenians and telling them to get the fuck out of the yeah, country. Yeah, there's and a like, war in Armenia. Yeah. They're killing Armenians. Yeah, and so like in Crazy. Nice, these like hundreds of people in this mob were just going door to door. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. It's crazy over there. World's it's on fire, dude. World's on fire, man. But we're so busy dealing with the with the president, and then all this going on, we don't have time to look at that. That's how much craziness is going on. So to my question, mm -hmm. were they not late on news? Because you take all this time, like something happens on like a, the first of March. I don't know how long it would take to make a wax figure. Let's say she was really good at it. They take a week. And then she goes around these countries. It takes like a couple months. By the time she gets back, the the king could have been beheaded or whatever. She got new news to come. Yeah, and those people are like. Five months away from getting the new news. Well, I mean, that's how it was anyways. Well, can they just write this stuff down? Yeah, but I mean, and not just a lot give of people, it to people. I don't think a lot of people read back then. Oh, okay. I mean, think about it. Like, that'd be, I would just read to, to like, them. I would just it. read to them. I would be like, hey, the news is coming. You pay a dollar, and I read to you the news in a, in a hall, and you got to pay me your shekels. But there's, like, no photos, you know what I mean? So that's what this was, oh, that it was okay. able to, like, bring... Like, it's like the first internet. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you could see what the king looked like. You'd see what the queen looked like. We you thought dial-up was slow. I know. They so I think it was really cool. Like, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, she was kind of the first newspaper, yeah. you know, like to go around. And so I just, I love what the art represents. Yeah, and that's so, awesome. So that's why I think, I, I respect a lot. So that's why I find it to be very fascinating. Oh. I want to bring up something, and I'm going to change. I know we're all over the place today, oh, and that's fine. But I'm going to bring up something totally different. And since we're all bartenders and we're all in the industry, these things kind of happen. Wait, you're a bartender? Are. I am a bartender, and yes, you are too. <laughs> we wouldn't be the Bar Rail podcast if we weren't. On Spotify. <sighs> on Spotify, Google, and Apple Music. Um, a <laughs> couple things. First of all, respect your bartenders. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine this weekend had a run-in with an unruly customer. Oh. Sounds great. Uh, and tried to fight people at the bar um, that he that he and she works at. So I haven't talked to him about it, but she came into my bar last night and had a customer come in, um, not abide by the rules. So they asked him to leave. He left. And then he came back in wanting to fight people oh, and knock glasses sense. over and just be that kind of person. I don't care where you're from, what your background is. You need to respect your service staff. Well, this is the They election. called the police, obviously. He got arrested. It's not worth your time, because time is valuable, mm -hmm. to get arrested and go through that kind of drama and that kind of stuff. So to all you out there that are during this time of quarantine and elections and craziness going on, you know, keep up the good fight. 
Well, people have been doing that at the grocery store for a long time. Yeah. Just getting a little bit too big for themselves. And just getting rowdy. And arguing. Yeah, there was one guy that... <laughs> true story. Mm-hmm. He was working... Like, he was shopping for somebody else. And he was taking the cart and, like, running it into things. And we were telling him to stop that. Because he was just like... I don't know what he was doing. Like, he was literally, like, shoving his cart into aisles. And we finally told him to leave. And so he took soap bars and started throwing the soap bars at my manager. We got his license plate. We called the cops. Cops show up. Turns out this car had been stolen and was involved in a, like, hit-and-run car chase the night before. And this is the fucking weirdo who's grocery shopping for some person. Was he really, was he grocery shopping for some, or did he need to say that? Or was he like a... It was for a third party. Oh. Oh, What? (laughs) Third party, like, I'm not going to call them out because I don't know who they are, but, like, you know, one of those programs that deliver food to people. Yes. And he was shopping for them in a stolen car from the night before. Yeah. What? Yeah. The <laughs> flying fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this happened, like, in June or something. Does that work out for you, though? Now, you know, I want to rob a bank. But if I rob a bank, I'm getting a mill. I'm going to spend about 10 years in jail. That's 100 racks a year when I get out. It's more money than I'm making right now. So my crime makes sense. By the way, victimless crime because I wouldn't hurt anybody. But to steal a car to deliver groceries for people? What is up? You know, I'm going to go out and learn and say things weren't going well for him. No, not that day. <laughs> and not, <laughs> that not for that, not that week. No, you can't steal no. cars because cars, cars give you two to three years. Dude, yeah. so... I don't know what was going on with him, but. This one kid I knew in, in high school... One of those kids that had all the potential in the world to be D1 athlete if he wanted to. Like, we all knew that since the kid was, like, eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. One of those kids, I'm not going to say his name, got involved with the wrong people. Um, and one night I hear, like, he got arrested, right? Like, we were close with, like, his, his father and everything like that. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Kid stole a car. Wasn't, like, really, like, expecting anything to come of it really just was like doing dumb shit stole a car gets pulled over because it got reported stolen and they immediately do a search there is a kilo of coke in the back of that car holy shit wasn't his but he takes the rap though but he takes the rap for it dealer the the guy's car is like that's not mine yeah he has to so he gets that plus kilo of coke in the back of the car plus stealing a car well and it's like you you just had bad luck tonight bud Dude. Bad luck. And that dealer is Maybe sitting there being like, I am, I got off just scot-free right I'm there. You know what I mean? I'm his car stolen with a kilo of coke. The kilo of coke's were Well, I mean, if you're thinking about it as a dealer, you're like, my car is stolen. And then they immediately are going out. And it's like, well, if they find the coke, that's not mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? How is that mine? That guy just stole my fucking car. Why would, it, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So oh, it, for, for sure. him, it's just. I'm sure. Yeah. Why, didn't they, why didn't they fingerprint the coke? Huh? They should have fingerprinted the coat. If you're a good dealer doing that type of shit, like I doubt you're. If you're a good dealer, you don't you don't touch it. You don't have any fingerprints on it. You're wearing gloves. But that kid's fingerprints wouldn't have been on it either. So he would have been like, it's not mine. But he could have been just been the mule. Yeah. So that's the thing. CSI up in here. Oh, I would. If I'm looking at a charge, you got to bring CSI up in there. Mm -hmm. I'm getting Horatio and the whole crew. But dude, the whole crew in there. That's just nuts to me. Bad luck. Bad luck. Five years. Uh. That's rough. What was he, 17 at the time? Yeah, he got like so five years. He got like five years, got out early on good good terms, yeah. and then immediately hopped back in for some other shit because, I mean, that's the life he knew then. Yeah. Which, 
Rough. Dude was fucking phenomenal at football. Yeah. Like, one of those, like, he put the ball in his hands and it was just like, holy shit, dude. Like, yeah. you, nobody can touch this guy. Unfortunately, there are so many stories of guys that go the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, women, too. I yeah. say as well. People, mm-hmm. people go the wrong way, you know? And it takes discipline yeah. to get out of that, going that wrong way. Because you can always change courts, right? We talked about that earlier. There's two doors. You need to go through the door of discipline and mm-hmm. go that route, or you can go the, the door of ease. Mm-hmm. You have a choice. Which door do you go through? But you can always change because you keep going through the doors, right? I think life continues to teach you lessons until you learn it. It's just a sequence of hallways and doors and depression. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. What? What? Whoa. I'm kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. You jumped off a cliff there, bud. That's, That's what it is. <laughs> I told you I'm in a happy place. Happy November. Just looking at John Schneider's, you know what? He just had a little envy, so he's getting sad. Listen, happy I got average, envy. Fuck dude. That. I, told that. I, got envy. I don't give a damn what you said. You weren't impressed. What impresses you, by the way? Because you seem like someone who's very difficult to impress. Wow, I'm not sure if that's a compliment. It's it's just a thing. <laughs> Do you make shaming videos online for guys? Are you one of those people? Ooh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> it would work for you if you shame. I hate you. I sent you money. Dude, guys are into that kind of stuff. It's that's weird, isn't it? Weird. Like, because yeah. I serve tables and I give the guys a hard time, they're just eating it up. Yep. Like Pasta showing right, 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 right. getting right in there. I knew a I knew a stripper <laughs> who told me one time. A dude paid her $300 to pick his hair out for one song. Like just pluck hairs? Pick his hair like he had hair. She wanted to comb his hair out for one song for two and a half minutes. He paid her $300 to walk around him topless, obviously, and pick his hair out. So dudes are into weird shit. Yeah. That's some weird shit. But what impresses you, though? Like what impresses you about a human? Genuine, like, I don't know, just being a good person. Funny, real. John Schneider is all of these things. Okay, let's not talk about <laughs> the, the one slug. I With the banana slug. <laughs> With the banana slug. He's married, though. He is. Wonderful family. Wonderful family. Great. Wonderful family. His hey. wife is super funny, actually. Big well, shout out to their uh, organization for autism yeah. awareness. That's a big thing that they do. He does. That's autism a big thing. awareness yep. uh, for his son. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. The, the name of that. I forgot about the name. I forgot about the name. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll yeah. give it a shout out. He, uh, he most definitely does a lot of good things in the community. He's a good guy. But mm-hmm. let's not let's not mix anything here. That's a fucking banana slug. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I wish I could wear pants like he wears pants. I feel really good about myself. You know what I'm saying? He's just oh, standing there. Just standing there. <laughs> Dude, we can appreciate it, man. It's about if I if I went into a male strip club and I sat there, I wouldn't be like, "Wow, this is really getting me going." I'd be like, "Damn, that's fucking impressive." Like, no hate. That's that's impressive. That's like I can't do that. Impresses you, but like these grandiose terms of genuineness and humor. This is 2020. You're not getting that shit, okay? Well, that's why you better just get. That's days. why I'm single. Okay? No, you're single because you shame men on your fans only page. <laughs> no, they would be into that if I did. I it. know, but you're not telling us you do it, and I've seen it. I've seen your fans only page. You don't know it, but I say you shame those motherfuckers. <laughs> do you not have a I fans slide only? in there and I'm like, I'm that dude with the black that doesn't say anything and is just listening to you shame these motherfuckers. I'm like, Goodness. that dude just loves that shit. He's like, I love you. Goodness. I see that shit. I see that shit. <laughs> 
you're the only person on fans only who doesn't get naked and just makes so much money. You're just talking <laughs> shit to dudes. You suck. Your life sucks. Your mother should have aborted you. I oh see. I heard you say stuff like that. And I just sit back and watch. You know, I'm going to head to the bar next week to watch the game. I'm going to have so many people come up being like, what's your fans only page? And I'm like, it is not a thing. You may not want us to know about it, but... My uh, VPN lets me access European sites, and that's oh. where you are. Oh, fans oh, wow. Yes, yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up until it was off air, uh, but oh, you okay. got me going. Wait, I just asked you a simple oh, question. Right. Eric, and I answered it honestly. What honestly impresses you? I'm just, okay. Uh, that's a question. John Schneider. John Schneider, for one. Listen, that's an that impressive man. That impresses everyone. You can't impresses do everyone. something that impresses everybody. I've, I don't know if you're looking even for a genuine answer even or like... That, even though you brought that up. Dude, yeah, because it's impressive. Up. It is very I would like to bring up impressive you things. You don't see me debating here. No. It's Miss Woman Who Shames Men over here. <laughs> that's not big enough. Her first answer, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Ugh. Why are you yeah. showing me this? Yeah. Get away from my face, even though it's on the internet. Why is it in your search history at number one? Search? Dude, sometimes during the Seahawks game, I just look Why at it like I. The power. Why is the zoomed in shot your profile? <laughs> now I gotta change my face. Yeah, it's your lock screen? We're gonna make sure everybody gets a link to this on our. I'm just gonna change my profile picture to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's going with an anaconda in his pants. Does he I'm gonna, that snake I'm gonna crop spot? out John Schneider's face and put like put mine on. Yeah. People were like, you ever see Hawks locker room? What's up, buddy? <laughs> what impresses you? I need more context because we've been flying everywhere. When it comes to like humans and like maybe the opposite sex or. Maybe people who attract you in general, like I mean, friends or I mean, lovers, if you, for me, it's that. one of those things for like, uh, if you are a friend of mine, you're typically a self-sustaining person. Um, I, I like to take care of people. I do take care of people. I love people. I want to be there for people, but I want to know that you can take care of yourself and that I'm not being used for this relationship. Mm. You or know what I mean? That's your love language is taking care of people. I don't know if it, I think that's just something that is like. Uh, um, this is what I can see in like any like friendships, relationships, anything like that is like, I need to know that you can, you know, fend for yourself and that if you need my help, I'll help you like yeah. always, but that you're going to put in the effort to work on yourself, yes. you know, that type of thing. Because I think within all of that, like vagueness, I just said is like responsibility, respect for oneself, um, empathy for yourself and others. Uh, all these things that encapsulate a good human is someone who willingly helps take care of others but also is very responsible for their own self, their own vessel. What they do with this body, what they do with their words, what they do with their actions. Yes. Um, that's more or less like what I'm looking in for like what I in, endure with pe about people, that type of thing. If you're someone that does that, I will immediately click with you because I'm like, we're on the same page. Yeah. And I know you're not going to be someone that's like eventually down the line going to cross me because you're understanding, mm -hmm. you and know, and you're not petty. You, it's a one-off. It's not a yeah. pattern of behavior. Yeah, exactly. Well, and let me it's ask not... this. I was asked this question a couple weeks ago by a good friend of mine and she didn't like my answer. So I'm going to ask you, Yeah. if you could get one thing a month from your partner, what would it be? Now I'm going to give you an answer my good friend gave, which I think is absolute trash. But everyone at the table loved it because it was so romantic. He said a surprise. He'd want a surprise from his partner every month. One surprise, whether it be a 
cup of coffee, a car, maybe a day trip, just something to uh, exchange that love moment once a month. Now, personally, of course, it's a great answer. Like, who can't answer? Like, come on. But I wanted something a little bit more thorough. Like That's a threesome. Give yours? Like yeah. a threesome. Mm. <laughs> Competition breeds greatness. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> My answer? <laughs> that Pete Carroll philosophy. That, Pete Carroll philosophy. <laughs> that stems from John Sarah's, Schneider's Sarah's dick. Was. Yeah, my answer for you. What is? Absence. She wants you to go away. Go away. <laughs> go away once a month. Go Leave away. me the fuck alone. That's why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> he went away and never came back. Like, and I was like, good, bye. Bye. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> bye, bitch, bye. I, Hi, Felicia. Dude, this is that's a very like interesting question to me. Like one thing a month. Like what would be something once a month you would like to receive from your lover or your girlfriend, wife, partner, whatever you want to call them. I don't know so what many I different want. things. You're a quality time person, so yeah. probably like a, a date night type thing. Yeah. So like even even if just get look at her for your answer. No, she no, knows no. me. You gotta give me no, she knows answer. me better about these things I than I do it, about myself. But you still gotta pull that out of yourself. No, because I'm like. She had the answer. <laughs> I already knew yeah, B had the answer. We had no qualms with B having the answer. You can't look at her and go, "What's my answer?" And if she walks up a great answer, I can't, we didn't have that opportunity. Yeah, it's because I got a good girlfriend. She's what are you talking great. About? <laughs> she's great because she nailed you. I know that was probably your answer. Yeah. But what's your what's your answer? Oh, we're already done there now. Um, in the mirror if you need to look at her. Right. What would you have done if she wasn't standing here? God, <laughs> help. Satan. <laughs> Somebody just answered something, and if you went to your right hand. You went to the right hand around in the fucking bullpen, and she came in and finished yeah. the inning. Mariana Rivera, bam, came out. So your love language is like just like a date night. That's your deal. Yeah, I think mine's quality time for yeah. sure. Like if we do something that like, I mean, last night we just hung out, ate Thai food, and watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Many yeah. dates. Yeah, many dates. Playing, going to Whippy. Yeah, like yeah. little things that we do, like going up to Bellingham for a night, doing stuff like that. That is that makes you feel good in your spirit. Yeah, because that, that it's it's time good. alone for us where it's like there's no outside distractions and you grow together as people. Yeah. You know, with like you're out in a space where no one's like necessarily bothering you. You might have a phone call or whatever, but for the most part, it's you, you guys, yeah. you know? And so something like that, cause, because that builds trust and character within the relationship and then, you know, you can bounce off of there. Yeah. Where, you know, like that type of thing. Yeah. Quality time is pretty big for me. I'm not very good in a lot of other areas of, I guess, showing love, like love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be good, you only need one love language. Um, the love language you don't need is R. Kelly or the Catholic Church love language. Yes. Yeah. So don't yeah. pee on people on the last language. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. We're I mean, if you like to get peed on, that's a different story. But make sure you're old enough to get peed on. That's all I'm going to say. Make and sure it's willing. in the shower. Some people just like you right on the bed. That's an, honest, that's an honest take. Just you know, do it in the shower. Have you ever peed on somebody in the shower? No, but... Have you ever peed in the shower with somebody in the shower? No. Have you? I don't think so. You have. have I? Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. I, I can off. tell you that. I snuck one off. Don't judge I'm like, what smells like fucking off? asparagus in no here? Sneaking you, with that. No, you can totally sneak that. First of all, I get the tongue water. But my pee's damn near clear. Let's calm down with the asparagus right now. It still Second smells of all, like asparagus. I did sneak it and she did not see or know. Therefore, I snuck it. She knew. It was a quick pee. She knew. It wasn't even a big one, but I had to go pee. She knew. She did not know.
my cousin purposely peed on my on our sister when we were all four showering together. We were very little, but oh, <laughs> whoa! Remember. I was like, oh man, this just got very interesting. I still remember it. Cousin picks her leg up, starts peeing on her. Like, I'm thirty years old. <laughs> Dominance. Dominance. <laughs> <laughs> you. Twenty-three, you're mine. Everybody's looking. At, Don't pee on me. She starts spraying everybody in the room. You owe me. You owe me. My eggs are fresh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Bitch, you're mine. Wow. Well, that took a turn. Yeah. I don't know where the eggs are fresh came from. <laughs> I don't know. Friends like, oh, eggs are fresh. All right, there we go. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, You know who has been peed on before? Who? He's running for uh, re-election. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We know this. (laughs) Hmm, I wonder. Still wondering. Uh, Is he 45? Well, not in age, but there's a 45 in there for him personally. Oh, he got peed on majorly. uh, His name rhymed with dump. Yeah, that guy. No, orange skin. Is he orange? <laughs> He's a little oompa loopy, yeah. He's a tall oompa loopa. Dude, I feel like he is like with how small his hands are, he has three children stacked up, and one of them just wearing an orange mask. Dude, that would be so dope though if he was like a minion. If he was like three minions just running the country, it would explain things. It would explain things, and I'll be honest, did I have to vote for him again? <laughs> you, Actually, know, you you pulled this off. Good I have on to you. vote like... for him. Period. I did not vote for him again because if three minions are actually Donald or forty five, I would be like, oh, this is gonna be chaos. Even worse than it is before. Now we know there's three of them. That's great. There's three presidents. <laughs> no, there's three that add one up. One of them is the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Uh, the other one is Mitch McConnell reincarnated, and that's Ooh. why he's turning like all weird colors and Ooh, stuff right is. now. He he's putting all his energy into the third menu, and, and then the like top one is actually Trump. Oh, just a little one. But, like, he needs, like, those people beneath him because his head's just so big. He'll yeah, topple. He'll topple. Yeah. Um, that, is, that is pretty funny. That is accurate. Yeah. Q and on. Hit me up. I got all the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I got, I got it all. I got it all. <laughs> Listen, Q and on come. That's on you, bro. That's on you. I'll be standing outside going, they're already there. <clears throat> they're worse than the Scientologists. Dude, I've... When it first started, QAnon, I read it just to see. I was just like, okay. Like, before it became, like, such a fucking thing. Yeah. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like, for, as a conspiracy theorist, someone who, like, enjoys that type of stuff, I'm they, like, this is... I was like, this is fun, but holy shit. Like, if anyone believes this, they're nuts. I read an article oh, yeah. that the QAnon is a pig farmer in Thailand. That's where the QAnon page started. From a pig farmer in Thailand. That explains a lot. They it's trace actually, down all the way down, and they said it's a pig farmer in Thailand. Comes from 4chan. No, I know, but I'm talking about the original QAnon, like conspiracy. Like someone went on there and was like, QAnon's a thing. From what this article said was they traced it all the way back through 4chan, all the way back to the original QAnon. The first time it showed up on the internet was a pig farmer in Thailand. That's interesting. Just sitting back going, hmm, trying some crazy shit. I'm writing a fanfic now, about Donald Trump. I don't Trump. think it's a pig farmer in Thailand. I think that's just where it started. It could have been a CIA operative that was like, let's start this thing going or whatever. But at the same time, that's what the article said was a pig farmer in Thailand. But right now, I'm kind of confused as to 
all the conspiracies going on. Because right now it's kind of crazy. Like Hunter Biden, they found his laptop, air quotes, found his laptop, and they're not sure it's his, but it could be his. Could be misinformation from Russia. And then it's QAnon craziness, pig farmer, around the same time these stories came out. I'm not sure what to believe. Oh, dude, no. I know QAnon's crazy. QAnon's been around way longer than Hunter Biden's. uh, No, no, I mean, these articles came out around the same time. uh The article about where QAnon came from and Hunter Biden's laptop came out like in the same week, I want to say. So there's a lot of misinformation and crazy information going on right now. I can see why. And that's the sad thing about... um, Vote your pocketbook. I can see why people would cling on to QAnon. Um, It is for people... Like, you need something. It's, it all comes back to Tolstoy, really. It's uh, my favorite Russian philosopher. He says, in life, you need something outside of yourself to believe in. For some people, it's music. Some people, it's God. Some people, it's, you know, politics. But he's like, if you don't have that, you become lost. And so, something outside of yourself, something that you can cling to, something that you can strive for, mm. something that to believe in, you know, especially if you're a lost soul or a damned soul. He's like, that's what your hope is. And so for all these people, I mean, what's their hope? It's Donald this Trump. Is, this is, yeah, their hope. You know, yeah. and so they're going to grasp onto that and QAnon because they're in that Tolstoyan cycle of feeling that loss. It's like this whole idea of Tolstoy. He, he had this dream. And in the dream, he is uh, suspended above the earth. And he feels boards underneath his back. And as long as he's looking up, Right, and not acknowledging the distance to the earth or not acknowledging the boards on his back, he's fine. But if he looks down, the boards start dropping. And that's the reality of a lot of people's like life, mm-hmm. is they won't like look down and assess what's beneath them. They need to keep looking forward for their life not to crumble. They need that. Right? Is that would his life crumble or is that just another journey to go on? Like, if he just looked back and said... Okay, well, I mean, this is philosophy, he's... man. Like, yeah, there's no one answer. Uh, like... Yeah, I'm trying to go down a hole that has no answer. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's the thing. It's like, if you, if you like, look down, like, you are going to fall, and that's ultimate failure, right? But it's it not death. Right. It's not death. It just means, but if you fall, guess what? You need to reassess your life. And that's so... A good, that's, a... that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And so he's like, either the board is your blessing or your curse, right? The board, if you acknowledge this underneath you, you're not afraid of that, and the boards won't crumble. However, like if you are afraid, that's your boards are the ultimate curse type of thing. So perspective. Yeah. So there's people out here that are just floating in space, like no, this is good. Like yeah. we're figuring shit out. Yeah. And then there's people that are like hanging on, like fuck. If this doesn't happen, where do we go? They're afraid like, of failure. Yeah. Failure's not a bad deal. No, failure's great. But that's something that people need to know. Whether you're failing at being a great bartender or server or failure is just information man. It's just that's all it is failure is just information you gotta, you gotta lose to win mm-hmm. failure is ego yeah you gotta rip apart First your ego all, jewels let's not like... talk about my ego like that my <laughs> ego is awesome your ego is great it is very very good my it is the problem <laughs> your it is the id. problem id you got your ego my... your super ego and your id oh mm-hmm. my it is the problem not my ego <laughs> If anything, my super ego needs to be boosted a little bit more. All the bad things, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All the bad things I mean, in philosophy. Yeah. God. So we were talking about that one thing. You're still going to go with absence. Is your one thing that you want from a partner once no. a month? You can go with it. No, it's fine. It's a great answer. I liked it better than any other answer so far. 
I do like mine. space. Like, I'm not somebody who needs to be with my partner 24-7. I, I find that to be obnoxious. Oh, I feel um, like that's everybody. I think the people that are in a relationship like that are too codependent to live on their own, and they're using someone else and their energy. What's a good amount of space? I mean, you got to be okay with, like, sometimes, like, at night, like, I'll just be sitting here, like, last night watching, like, this anime series I just started on Netflix, and then was in the room just hanging out reading and like that type of space is good you know like you don't need to be within the same room all the time is it nice like when she comes out and joins me yeah but am i looking at her being like you need to come out here and hang out with me or is she doing that no like because that's space like you give yourself your personal space and your time Mm -hmm. and that makes when you are together that much more important because you're more invested rather than you want to be there yeah you don't want to be spread thin you know what about you my honest answer would be a date night with no phones. Wow. That's very good. Yeah. Like, zombies attack. We'll figure it out. Wow. You are brave on that figure it out part. Gotta get to the car. Gotta get to the crib. Gotta get your phones. <laughs> gotta message your family. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But I just like go out, go have dinner, go do something. No phones. Where do you leave your phones? At home. That's bold. Oh, that is a bold move. Mm-hmm. Like the whole night or like a two-hour date? Night? Whole night. If I don't have my phone, I feel butt-ass naked, man. If my phone is not in my pocket, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? That's what's fun. Uh, That's what's dangerous naked. about it. Uh, did you get a hotel that night? I want. And no phones all night long? Yeah. Wow. Too is that weird that I'm like, wow? Because like, I'm too is... codependent on this fucking thing. So well, I mean, like, just to have, it's like a safety blanket. Like, you feel naked. I'm with you. I feel naked. Yeah, I know it feels good to have would you? Well, you have a smartwatch, though. That's connected so. to my phone, so if my phone's not on me, I don't have anything going on. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I, would, I would skirt the system and connect, like, do the Wi-Fi connect to my phone. No. My smartwatch is where I go, so I'm still connected. Gotta disconnect. Um, I mean, because as, as yeah, somebody in the service industry, mm-hmm. you watch people on dates all the time, or, like, with their families, and... Mm-hmm. They're on the phones, not being present, and it's really obnoxious. Like I just, I obnoxious see. Obnoxious for who? I think it's just obnoxious watching it happen. Mm-hmm. Like you're just seeing, like the kids are trying to interact with the parents. Um, the parents are busy on the phone, or the parents are trying to ask the kid a question, and the kid can't be bothered. No, I'm on Reddit. I don't yeah. want to talk to my friends. <laughs> I know, and they're like, Johnny, what you know? Tell the waitress what you want for dinner. If you're a parent and you're asking your kids to speak and they're not speaking, do it for them. You get broccoli tonight, son. That's what you're getting. Bam. Yep. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to answer? Cool. You're getting broccoli. And that's all you're eating. And if you don't eat, you're going to bed hungry. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm tired of parents doing that shit. Hey, what do you want? You got to spend three minutes there waiting for yep. them kids yep. to say macaroni It'll be and just cheese. Just a minute. It's just hold on a minute. Yeah. Like, no, fucking time. You know what your kid wants to eat? Or give him some fucking broccoli. Oh, Let him figure yeah. it out. But I just I like watch that. that all the time, and it's just so, like, it's obnoxious, it's disheartening, like, I just, because mm. you just see the disconnect happening, yeah. and, like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I wait on people, and I'm, like, watching the death of a relationship from the outside, you know, like, it's yeah. just, there's just nothing happening, there's there's no connection there anymore, they're just on their phones, and we need to break away from that, so I think yeah. it's super important to leave it, leave the phone at home. I mean, not while you're listening to this podcast, though. Of course. (laughs) I mean, like, if you have somebody in your family that's sick, like, keep your phone on you, obviously. Like, if you need for emergencies, I get it. But, like, I think it's super important to just disconnect, though, and just try to. 
a night out with no phone. Mm -hmm. That sounds so crazy. Can't can't do it because I use my phone in my car to listen to music, and I'm not driving with well, the music. Well, then leave it in the car. No, because that might get stolen. Put it in the glove box. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I might get stolen. <laughs> nope, I'm not going to sell it. That doesn't matter. Keep it in my pocket. I won't look at it, but keep it in my pocket. Yeah, I got that self-control. I got that self-control. Um, I like that idea. I like that idea. I'm not against it. I think that's pretty cool. Once a month, just the two of you go out and you enjoy each other's company and have to talk to each other just directly all night. <laughs> oh, God. Because you know what? As a bartender, sometimes I'll space and I look around. And it's not that I'm looking around not to look or deal with the person in front of me, but because I get so many, and we, we all do this, we get so many different um, things coming in us at one time. We have to pay attention to so many different things at one time. It's really hard to keep eye contact with one person the whole night and directly talk to them. Yeah. So they could find that I'm kind of rude if I'm like looking off into space because uh, I'm actually noticing things. So I like going to restaurants and just seeing how they run. Seeing, oh, did the server forget to leave my food in? Seeing, how's that manager handling that situation? Ooh, what's going on over there? And I enjoy talking about that kind of stuff. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you'll run into conversations where you end up talking about everything around you. That's fine. Okay. That's being present. How do you feel about that? Because you go on hikes. You go to places where it's just you two. Yeah. Um, I'm a city person. I mean, we love going to restaurants. Like, right. And like, Brianna person. and I are the people that we like sit at the bar, like yeah. when we when we could, Every and we talk at the bar, and right. we talk to the the other bartenders, and we oh, make okay. friends that way. I mean, that's how I like started working at my new job. I just like walked in there one day and I started talking. I clicked with all the bartenders behind, and then eventually they were like, "Hey, you know, we got an opening. You want to work here? We like you." Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. and like I mean, it's half Brianna too. They love Brianna. You know, like we yeah. that's what we do. It's like we go out and it's like, hey, we're gonna hang out at this restaurant. But also, there's new stories to be heard from the other people we don't know. Right. And so that way, it becomes like an experience because we're it's like an encapsulation of like the reality you put yourself in. Right. And like we're pretty good when we go out not using our phones because we do do a lot of talking to the people around us. But yeah, phones do kill the energy of a of a, of a like a situation. Yeah, so just even checking talking, your phone. Yeah, yeah. You pull up your phone, you cut yourself off from that that energy, and we have a good flow of energy. You can feel it circling. You know, you're kind of rolling around. You guys have a good conversation. The flow's going. And it could be five people. When one person pulls their phone out, that person now changed where the direction of the energy has to go. And they cut themselves out. And then they got to jump back in and it makes it weird. So I do like that idea of once a month, a date night without a cell phone. I still want to want to keep with the threesome as my answer. I feel like that's just a good, solid answer. I feel like it's uh, it's a good deal. I mean, if it's what you want, if it what it's if it's what brings you joy, it, it's I, I'm yeah. Why not? I've never had one, so it'll be something that I'll find out. <laughs> Is this joyful or am I tired, am man? I it's tired? like I just did twenty two push ups, like, man. Push ups, you're dying. Three push ups, you're dying. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Because I could turn and I could have like two and be like, okay, this is for the birds. But since I've never had one, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things. It's for the birds. But if I was to answer it without the jovial threesome answer, I think absence is my favorite. Because I prefer relationships where I see my partner three times a week. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Period. I know. I, I like that space. Four days, I don't see you. Three days a week. And I'm talking like in the perpetuity. I'm not talking like where we start that for the first year. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, it's good for you. You start crowding my fucking week. Because that's what happens in relationships. Someone becomes the fucking Pac-Man. They start fucking yes. eating all your fucking time. And all of a sudden you're with them seven days a week. And you're like, now what the fuck happened to my time? And now you have to go Do backwards. Do my friends anymore? Do my friends like I have to call and make plans like, yeah, can I see you next Tuesday or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And all you want is to be able to do that without asking permission. Mm 
Yeah. Raised my whole life having to ask permission. I got to be an adult and pay taxes. I don't want to fucking ask permission. I just want to go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I think That's for... Like three days like, a week. Like, if I was married, I'd only want to see my wife three days a week. I think Brianna and I make it work. I mean, she's a flight attendant, so, yeah. like... She goes away a lot, so you have yeah. a lot of free time. And you so have like, time to miss her. Yeah, you know, and so, like, I mean, over the course of, like, the last eight months, obviously, she's, she hasn't been working as much. Right. But, I mean, we've grown in our relationship and the fact that we have had to be in quarantine together and doing these things and... I mean, we both said it, but she's like, it's going to be weird when I go back to work. I'm like, it's going to be weird. It's going to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You yeah. know, like the first, like, but year we were dating. But you have stories. Yeah. No, you exactly. miss each other. Mm-hmm. There's still that passion there. Yeah. So you could do this ride yeah. for like 40 years. Yeah. And you guys will never get bored with each other because you'll mm-hmm. always have stories coming And we together. get to travel. We get to do get cool travel, things. Yeah. Like, and we like create those moments. And so I think like, it's not necessarily about like, I need like space away. But it's like the space away allows me to appreciate what I miss about you and what I like to have when you're around. Right. You know? So, I don't know. I mean, space That's why is... That's absence was a good answer. Yeah. You didn't have to come out with it. Absence was a good answer. No, you came off it now. That's my answer. I know. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. Because you absence. need that. You need that. Not at... Sense. Mm-hmm. Absence. Absence. Not absence. At, no, no, no. Absence, for sure. Yeah. It All day. Sure. Oh, no, it's not. You like absinthe? Well, I'm absolutely alcoholic. Disgusting. I like I like alcohol. That's fair. I've never had it. I don't really. I never thought. I never thought about that that way. I think. I didn't think to be an alcoholic, you had to like all alcohol. Equal opportunist. Oh, you were an equal. Alcoholic. But not there for be, the flavor. You could be the there. Best. You could be an alcoholic and be there for the flavor, though, right? Yeah. Like you could be an alcoholic that's like I only like tequila, but I drink a ton of tequila. And I won't drink vodka, but you can still be an alcoholic, right? Yeah. Okay. Just That's checking right. on rules. Just checking yeah. on rules. <laughs> the absence is a good answer. I like that. I wish more of my friends did that because I feel like, especially like getting to my late thirties, like I'm seeing friends getting into new relationships, and I just don't see them anymore. And then, yeah. and then they just stop being who they were, and it's because they're morphing into the with the other person, mm-hmm. which happens. I get it. You're gonna grow. You're gonna change at some point, but. It's hard when you're in a relationship nowadays because someone has to be, your partner has to be around you. They have to be around you because there's no trust. No. And I get it. It's a crazy world we live in right now. You know how many times I've seen, how many couples I've seen come in and they're like in their 50s or, you know, late 40s because I've generally seen it happen at this time or even their mid 40s and they've been married and they have kids and then all of a sudden they have a mistress or they have, I don't know, what's the proper term for a female side dude? Because, like, for a man, it's, I have a mistress. For a woman, she has a... Oh. Lover. Lover? Yeah. Why I is like it, that such a better word? I know. I like it's such word. a better word than mistress. It doesn't even sound that They're bad. being courted by their lover. Yeah. You think about this. When men do shit, it's like your mistress or you cheated on someone. When women do shit, it's like their your mister. lover or an entanglement. <laughs> I was entangled within him. That's what Jada Pinkett said about cheating on Will Smith for a year. She said it about my entanglement. I was like, hold on, that's not, you can't use that word. You gotta say you cheated. Just straight up say it. That's what we get yelled at for. And no one even cared. Will Smith got cheated on for a whole year and no one said anything. 
Well, Hillary, Hillary Clinton got they just... were in an open relationship. So I was did like, we know? I didn't know. I, wasn't I kept seeing articles all the time talking about them being in an open relationship. So I kind of thought it was weird when the whole thing came out. I'm like, well, Hillary Clinton there? got, Bill got a blowjob and they still excoriate Hillary Clinton for not leaving him. Will Smith, they're just like, oh well, oh well. Oh well, Will. Your life was in an entanglement. It's all good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's a fresh Prince of Bel Air. If anything, she should have been burned at the stake for doing that to Will Smith. He's I Am Legend. He's I Robot. Am I the only one on this 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 soapbox right now? Is this what is this the world comes to now? I mean, Will Will Smith is great. He, he is awesome. He's a great person. He doesn't deserve an entanglement. But she just kind of skated by it. She's like, yeah, it happened. It did give us the really great Will Smith pouty face though, it did. which it gave was us a lot great, of good memes. It was a great, great crying face, mm-hmm. like rival Michael Jordan. <laughs> it was one of the best. I laughed for like a week. I'm sorry about that. I laughed for like a week. I was like, oh my God, Will, you're such a good actor. Last call. All right. Are we done talking about entanglements? All right. Well, that's going to be it. There you go. All right. Well, that's this week's Bar Rail podcast. Ladies, uh, keep your eggs fresh, guys, by Eric Stenenbrand or Denim Condom Jeans. Look at John's photo. Look at John Schneider got a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.